This is the Iowa Beer Podcast. And this is the Iowa Beer Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Reese, or co-host, I should say. Um, of course, always I have with me um, Eric Baldwin is uh, on with us tonight. And before we get into um, talking too much, I want to apologize for maybe the delay in in uh, publishing podcasts. We did, I promise, recorded one last week. And uh, <laughs> apparently there was a necessary update to the recorder that uh, somebody... Uh, myself, sorry, forgot to download. So we talked on a, talked on a phone for an hour and uh, uh, didn't get it recorded. So thanks for <laughs> thanks for hanging in or thanks for listening. Um, of course, if uh, you you do subscribe, which uh, you may have if you're listening now, please do us a favor, tell your friends, share uh, the podcast. Uh, it's on uh, most available uh, podcast hosts and. Uh, perhaps we can pick up more listeners that way. We appreciate you listening. So, again, as always, it's myself and Eric tonight, um, and we like to start off every show as usual with uh, kind of uh, are you getting any you want to brag about? And I'm talking about beer, of course. Eric, how are you doing? Ah, awesome, Rick. How's that going? How's it going, everyone? Uh, glad to be back again. Um, glad to have some nice weather. Uh, softball starts tomorrow night for for me, so I'm pretty pumped about that. But uh, um, yeah, uh, oddly enough, uh, so the other day I was like, you know what, man, I want some beer. I want to, I want to drink a beer. And, uh, so I went to the store and grabbed some two day old cans of, uh, uh, Confluence blue corn lager, bud. And, uh, <laughs> turns out, man, I'm jamming the nose right now. Uh, that, that's a really good beer, but you know, I was kind of. Uh, I wanted something other than a haze and something other than some stout, but uh, so I decided to go back with beer, bud. You know. Well, we we are going to eventually have the Pilsner podcast, and that'll include lagers as well. We have a special guest lined up for that. We'll get into that when it gets a little warmer, but it was pretty nice today. So, uh, good day certainly to do that. I, uh, um, I I've actually had a couple narrow gauge beers tonight, thanks to our friend Chuck who. We'll just call him St. Louis Sam at this point. He's down there about every other <laughs> week. So uh, uh, double dry hop, fallen flag, and uh, sparkle motion. So they're pretty tasty. Um, I did. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I also uh, had a hop skewer earlier at Barntown, too. So um, first time I'd gotten this batch, it had been probably too long. But um, that's pretty much, yeah, man, the, the uh, you know, weather's turning. Hopefully, I think there's still snow in the forecast. I know there's at least yeah, one. Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> there's one brewery up in uh, northern Iowa with uh, what's it, uh, Lake Time, I think, with a Baltic Porter release this week. And I thought, I, I wrote that post up. I thought, man, that is uh, uh, something you you don't see in April very often. But you know, I think they still have <laughs> snow on the ground, so um, I'm sure it'll probably yep. uh, it'll probably be still winter warmer type beers up there, but. Um, down here it's, uh, uh, Pilsner's Lagers and, and Fresh Clean IPAs, right? Yeah, man. We got the haze crazes among us, bud. You know, everybody's trying to, everybody's trying to make that bread, you know? 
Sure, yeah, I'm I'm totally in it too. I'm a Hayes boy. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Me, yeah, me too, bud. That's but crazy too because I, I remember a time. Away from it though. I remember a time when you were in my backyard refusing to drink. I you just you told me you don't like IPAs and. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That there was that day for for me, bud. That journey, <laughs> it, dude. I'll tell you what. On my bachelor party, we went to the Lupulin Carnival down in uh, St. Louis, bud. The very first one that they had, uh, not knowing at all what Lupulin even meant. Sure. So we we walk into a beer fest, and I'm sitting there as we walk up. Man, I really hope this is not a bunch of IPAs. <laughs> like, I can't sit and drink those all night. And that's all this was, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and uh, I went in there and had one of the greatest times I've ever had at a beer fest, bud. Um they crushed it, dude. The entertainment they had walking around. They had a lady painting an entire wall in their brewery during the time. Like, literally, mm-hmm. uh, she started that morning and painted all night long. Um, the whole entire event, she was just sitting there doing stuff. Um, obviously, she didn't finish it because it was massive. But uh, it was really neat. But, um, you know, looking back on it, but I kind of wish Untapped was around. And I could have had some check-ins from there. Sure. Um Take the uh, but they they do the Lupulin Carnival for their release of Warhammer, which I know you've had. Love that before. beer, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, bro. <laughs> um, but uh, nonetheless, though that that was basically it was their first year of releasing Warhammer. It was the fest for that, and uh, I walked in there. I should have known. Hey, we're going to the Lupulin Carnival. I mean, that's how naive I was back sure. in the day. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. I thought it was a street or something, right? Yeah, I was probably walking in there like, oh, man, I, I hope they have, like, a bunch of, I, I don't know, a bunch of... Coffee styles? It's forehand. Yeah, something like that, probably, or, <laughs> sure. or probably walked in like, oh, man, I hope this is a bunch of Boulevard wheat, you know? Sure. Everybody loves but, Boulevard uh, wheat. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of the wild, the journey that I started on, uh, walking into a... Uh, beer fest all about hops hoping that it wasn't any hops at all sure um but uh but it, i did end up having one of the best days i've ever had at a beer fest that was really cool buds that sounds awesome man i i, I you know i kind of follow i think on instagram the not just the forehands but they do have a special account for the lupulin carnival and it looks like a good time it's on the list but um we're going to travel back a little bit in time. Like I said, we did do this last week, and uh, uh, here we are this week, actually, hopefully with listeners. So um, we, we'd started off the conversation, at least one of the topics, with Alluvial uh, Brewing Up in Ames, their third anniversary party, and I attended that and talked a little bit about that. And um, it was a good time. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't get to sample the beers yet. <laughs> they they sound really great and interesting, but uh, they weren't pouring along with the bottle release, so I did buy the bottles. I just haven't gotten around to open them yet, and that's the uh, Barrel Age Lahar. Um, and, the barley wine is life, right? Yeah, yeah, Badgers, Nadgers, yeah, I have that. Now, of course, <laughs> I won't open that one for a while. That's going to sit next to Big Yin, but I'm, I am interested. Okay, I do wanna, okay. I do want to dig into both of those stouts here at some point. One's coffee, uh, Sumatra, right? I, I'm pretty sure it was Yes. Sumatra. Yep, and then marzipan, which is uh, sugar, honey, and ground almond, kind of like a little cookie type of thing, which is kind of cool, you know. It sounds good. It does, yeah. absolutely, bro. Yeah, yeah almonds. Uh, 
uh, interesting thing to brew with because um, you know I suppose you can you can ground the almonds, but I mean you can't use like an extract like you would uh, you know with maple or something because it tastes totally different. You know it's like amaretto or whatever that that liqueur. You know it's oh uh, right yeah you have yeah. to almost uh, uh, I don't I think you have to grind it and uh, you have to what's it called a tincture uh, t you know I'm talking about tincture tincture you, yeah yeah yep. you have to almost make a tincture with the nuts and then add it to the beer, I think. Uh, it's kind of a side thing. So I'm interested yeah, in trying Yeah, pretty wild, bud. Yeah, so those beers are interesting, but I, unfortunately, like I said, I haven't had them. But it, um, it was a good time up there for sure. Um, weather was pretty Hey, lousy. curious. Yeah. Uh, curious about something, bud. Um, without, uh, without stepping on their decision not to pour those beers, um, because that is certainly theirs, and uh, I, I have – um, I, I guess more or less, what, what's your, do you kind of enjoy, uh, to get to try to sample the beer after you pick up a couple bottles or. Yeah. Great, um, you... great question. I do, you know, especially when I know off right off the bat, I'm, I'm probably, it was limit one per style per person. So, um, I knew I wasn't going to open those right away, so I wouldn't have minded getting a taste. Um, but you know, they had a limited run. I think it was 150 bottles total. So yeah. Yep. Um, you're looking at 100 and what 25 probably if they keg it to you know they're probably going to want to sell some of it so absolutely um, yeah I I don't want to uh, dis their that their decision and and I'm perfectly fine with that I just kind of curious what you thought I'm kind of on the same line I I kind of like to sample the beer that I have sitting in that bottle but uh, at the same time I don't at all fault them for their decision to do that but um, I love Alluvio very much so. Um, but just kind of curious what you thought about that, you know? Yeah, I, no, I would have loved, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of hang around afterwards too and hope somebody opens one, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you kind of like, like brewers. yeah, yeah. You make a bunch of friends and hope somebody's dumb enough to open their bottle on site, but, uh, we'll get around to it. Uh, you'll probably be there when it happens. So I think I have, I uh, actually, uh, I won the raffle too. So I was able to backfill, <laughs> I, you know, I have, I've been up there for every release, and I've I've drank the vanilla versions. Uh, I have um, all now, but the very first one I drank that one, the 2016. So I do have the full lot now. So someday we'll 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 break all those open. But heck yeah, looking forward to that day. By the way, yeah, I did learn a couple interesting things up there. I know they have the expansion underway, and they they have the equipment now out in the kind of the outbuilding and. Um, it sounds like, uh, well, it sounds like they're going. They're probably done now. It's been a couple of weeks, but they were going to run another uh, batch or two through the older system there in the in the in the tap room, and that was going to be their their barrel aged beers for next year or end of the year, however long they decide to put them in the barrels. But um, then they're moving out to the outhouse, and it sounds like uh, a couple of things. Number one, they're maybe toying with some New England style, you know, yeast, uh, maybe some yeast out of Chicago, which is interesting because they make great IPAs up there. Um, and those guys may be tinkering around with the New England style is exciting, I think. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Number two, it sounds like they're interested in the future in doing on-site can releases, uh, once they get the production up. So, um, you know, I, I we've talked about that on prior podcasts, supply, demand, and, you know, can releases and on-site and that sort of thing. But it'll be interesting to see if they do take that route. And instead of, you know, going through a distributor to hy and sit on shelves, if maybe they'll get people up there for various can releases of their IPAs. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it'll be an interesting night uh, to see how they do with it. Um, like you said, bud, you got to have the beer in the can uh, to get people up there to buy that. Um, you know, uh, which, which they, I, I have all the faith that they can do that. Um, yeah. We'll have to see it happen though. Uh, but at the same time, you know, um, the alluvial trip from Des Moines, bud, the big Des Moines Metro that we have here, uh, you know, to, that's 45 minute trip maybe for some folks. And uh, with that said, you know, to get people up there, you got to have the product in the can, bud. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I definitely hope for those guys that, that that's a su- successful um, idea for them, uh, you know, and yeah. if, if it, and if they have the good pumping out some good cans, bud, uh, more more power to them because, you know, we kind of are looking at, at right now a decline in, in surly can sales around here, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, we're, we're, you know, obviously Green Flash has gone out. Um, they really didn't put a big dent in our market. Uh, so, but I guess what you're starting to see right now is kind of a, you know, all these huge breweries may, you know, other smaller breweries are starting to uh, catch up to the game, bud. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, us as consumers are going to support that more. So uh, I guess what I'm, what my point is mostly here is, is there's room I feel in this market for uh, uh, cans. Um, I, I really feel that if the beer is in there, um, uh, us, uh, we will buy it, you know. So, uh, but I think what you see with the decline in surly cans is kind of the TG, the rise in TG cans, bud, you know? Yeah, and we've kind of gone over that a few times, and the production certainly is up there, and the price point is fantastic when you get Pompeii and Golden Nugget and, and Pseudo Soup for 10 bucks. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's tough to compete with, and I think a lot of times when you look out to the east and you look at, uh, just for example, Treehouse and Trillium, and they're doing the four packs of cans and even narrow gauge, um, they're selling those at 16, 18 bucks a four pack. Um, yeah. you know, is demand going to be there for alluvial? I think their quality beer could bring that type of demand. You know, I, I do. And, um, the one maybe problem in the past has been their just limited supply and they've only had, yeah, sure. you know, a handful of taps here just in Des Moines at the tap room and El Bay shop and then maybe a little Marjorie. So, um, I, I don't know if it's been exposed to that many people yet. Um, you know, I don't know if, and this isn't, this is just you and I talking. I mean, obviously they're, they're, this is their business is what, you know, they're a lot better at it than we are, but, um, you know, absolutely, bro. You know, uh, would there be better suited for more kegs for more exposure than to, you know what I'm saying? So it, it'll sure. be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, I know certainly I'll, I'll go up there. Uh, I'll make the drive to, uh, buy those. And I would love to have, um, you know, 12 alluvial cans of beer in my fridge all the time it'd be great but i'd also love to be able to go up the street and just you know get whatever their newest latest made ipa is on tap too so yeah absolutely and another thing too but is I, they've got a little diversity in their styles you know mm-hmm. i mean they, mm-hmm. they brew some decent uh sours too so you know i I, I agree, but I feel like they, you know, eventually with the expansion, you might start seeing more kegs around town, and you may see, you know, over at the cheese shop, a couple, you know, Cherry Gaietti or whatever they had, and, yep. um, and uh, you know, things of that nature, bud, that, you know, like a cheese shop may not may not want, like a hoppy IPA, bro, but, um, 
although they would because they're certainly cheeses for that but and meats but i guess what i'm saying is you know they can get away they probably have a consumer over there that looks more towards the sour end of of things and i feel like they can fit that in more so you might see that more around town with their expansion bud and that would be really cool because then like you said bud next thing you know you know uh different people are drinking their beers oh alluvial cans great let's run up there you know yeah i i, I we're and they're only moving upgrading to like a 10 barrel system right so it's not 100 barrels but so yeah yeah they're not going to be selling beer in belgium huh all uh, right so i mean <laughs> it, it's still going to be uh an exclusive product um but it's good to see just in three years them to because i think they started out at I want to. I had a picture. I remember going up there just a few months after they opened, and I want to say it was just like a two and a half barrel system, maybe. Um, and then they were up to five now, and then and then of course right. now up to ten. So um, that's pretty good progression for being where they are. I, you know, I know they they get a lot of local business and they have a, a pretty strong following. But like you said, they're a good forty five minutes to an hour from Des Moines, and with yep. only a couple accounts here. Um, people know who they are, you know, I mean, they, they make every, every style, I think, um, they make it well, uh, you know, there's a lot of care in that beer. So I think Absolutely. people can taste it. So that was what, like a month ago that I went there, <laughs> it feels like, um, and then You're you, right. <laughs> I, I, I didn't make it to the corner, but you did. And you have a report, if you will, on uh assassin yeah. day. Yeah, man, I had a great time at Assassin Day. Um, I, I thought they did a really good job of, of um, kind of, you know, it, I was pretty impressed, I'm not going to lie, at the at the, cam- uh, the people camped out for the cellar sale, mm-hmm. um, which uh, just a real quick th- take on that. I thought that was a really cool of them. You know, I know they took a lot of heat for selling $100 bottles of KBBS, but I buy $100 bottles of KBBS all day long. So um, I hate to say that, too, because I hopefully don't. I hope that doesn't become our norm. Uh, Anyways, let's go back to Assassin Day, bro. Uh, It was a really good time. They had the lines moving. uh, And and that place up there is is really nice. It's a state-of-the-art facility up there for sure, bud. Um, How many people can they get in there, do you think? Oh, man. Uh, Rick, there's two different levels, bud. And as a matter of fact, there's two different uh, bar areas uh, as well. Which, which to me was really cool because a guy, a, a guy or lady could, and, and together, uh, you know, uh, a, even with a group of people, but you could spend a whole day up on the, up on, up there on that loft and, uh, and never have to go downstairs. There's restrooms up there. There's nice. a bar area up there. And then there's also, um, kind of picnic table seating downstairs and stuff like that in areas. And, uh. I thought that was really cool. Another cool thing about it was uh, the windows. You can you can see the guys working in there. Um, so that was really neat. Uh, as far as the beer, the beer was pretty good this year. Uh, you know, it's still got a little bit of the dark raisiny um, flavor to it, but it was much more fudgier this year, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, last year's was um, pretty what, plummy, wasn't most it? No- most notable of that day, though, bro, uh, was probably the batch of Sosis that I had was yeah. really good. Um, and then... Um, Not to interrupt one... you, but I, I actually got a, a draft pour of that at Centro. Um, oh, wow. Nice. Which is just super insane that now I think it's even a global 
Brew Tap House too. I saw it. So that we get that, but absolutely. Yeah, dude. yeah. I mean, and we've gotten. And uh, they're not Wisconsin brewing kegs. No, know? no, no, no. And and we've gotten. I want to say uh, the uh, Mosaic G Nug was on tap. Um, uh, Fire Skulls of Money has been on tap. So I mean, usually when the beer comes, um, there's there's kegs to follow, which is it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I totally agree, dude. Um, uh, the last thing I really kind of wanted to say about the day uh, was the pseudo Sue, man. I could not believe. I mean, it, it was it literally looked like orange juice in a glass, bud. That's the way um, I remember it from back in the, the day. Ex- and that is spot on, bro. That yeah. is spot on. That's exactly where I was heading with that, dude. Is that's yeah. how I remember that beer, bud? And that, yeah. That's the, you know, that's I, that beer that we had and got so you yeah. know that we rallied around. Oh, me, for you know? sure. I I have pictures of the clear. Remember the clear growlers they sold. The, the... Oh my gosh, yep. And it, it's it, like. Yeah, it yeah. looks just like OJ. I remember uh, bringing it home, and, and, like, I couldn't stop drinking it. Like, like my ultimate comment or compliment for that beer, like, I wished it didn't have alcohol in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it, cause I didn't want to get drunk. I wanted to just drink it all. It was so good. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. It, one funny thing about the Assassin Day is I was getting my pour of Assassin, and... Uh, uh, the fella in in line behind me had actually uh had actually grabbed up mine, oh. um and yeah I know <laughs> I was kind of like whoa 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 you know and yeah. they took a drink off of it and was like oh sorry about that and attempted to hand it back to me and then was like oh wait I got a cold and stuff and I. <laughs> Man, I got a good chuckle out of that, bud, because I don't care if you had a cold or not. You just took a drink out of it. Like, I don't want that thing back, you know? Um, the dude was really cool about it, though. So, uh, But that was that was pretty funny part of the day. Um, and it's a cool, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's kind of out of town. But, dude, I got to be quite honest with you, uh, Rick, from their previous brewery, dude, it's hardly. You can maybe say it's a ways away from the old tap room, bro, but... Um, uh, it's not that far out of town by any means, bud. But you think there's enough space to do like an actual festival? Do you think that's in the works? Maybe Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, bro. And I and I think those things are in the plans for them. Uh, you know, to be quite honest with you, I feel like this Assassin Fest was kind of a little bit of a test run of what sure. they might have in store, bro. How many people and, and, and um, parking? I, I and... think, yeah, it, parking was a bit of a pain, but... Um, they had a part of the street. I don't know if there was some sort of city code or something like that, but they did have the street right out in front of them. There was no parking at all. Um, I'm going to assume that was probably for emergency situations, bro. They, you know, obviously in most city situations, you can't park on both sides of the street anyways, but there was no parking whatsoever. So, um, but they'll get all that, you know, ironed out. And so will the city, they'll fit city decor. They'll get that figured out too. But, uh, uh, other than that, though, you know, I never did get to make it down to uh, Pulpit, which was a bit unfortunate. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you if you But I over. heard those boys were having a heck of a fun day down there, too. Um, you know? It which, sounds like uh, Cakewalk. Yeah, I did. Uh, our friend yeah. uh, our friend Hollick had a uh, crawler of the, the, the Boo Berry. Oh, sure, sure. The pastry stout that uh, had petty grams in it. Yeah, yeah. How was that, bro? Well, it was good. Um, I didn't get a lot of Graham, Teddy Graham. Okay. So you know how people freak out when it says something on the label, and it, 
not enough copy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so not a lot of gram, uh, but I it was it was pretty good. Um, well, they also have that uh, marshmallow fluff, but uh, yeah, the or the church salad that they call it, which is the pineapple, coconut, and walnut, and which leads me into the pastry stout. Well, uh, pastry you know, sour. Yeah, pastry. Yeah, pastry sour. Sorry, bro. That's all um, right. So kind of you, you we talked about this last week obviously nobody heard it yeah we're <laughs> but, yeah uh, we're pretending like we didn't already have this conversation <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know nonetheless we were kind of like hey what's a pastry style uh, sour you know what what makes what makes a sour a pastry sour um and the blueberry was one what uh was there something that stuck out no. in that beer that you no, it was it was just like a sour beer. I, I didn't. Okay. All yeah, right. I didn't get any sort of like the, you know you've seen like the milkshake IPAs with lactose and stuff that are like cloudy yeah. and that's kind of what I expected. But it, it I actually had it right next to a Barntown Rain there, uh, uh, their Goza with blackberry and currants and it same body. I mean, uh, obviously different style of beer, but I mean they were they were you know different flavor but they looked you know they looked like the same thing i didn't see anything my first thought at least in my head i'm thinking you know it's going to be super thick and like a milkshake but it wasn't it was it was uh a mix of i think what blackberry and blueberry i think um with the other like there's like 20 different things in it but it, it was yeah pretty is that is that the pastry part of it, bro? Is just throwing the Teddy Grams? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I didn't get any of like uh, what, what's a Teddy Gram taste like? You know, cinnamon, and uh, I didn't get. Yeah, well, there's like different flavors. I mean, you got the honey one, the cinnamon one. Man, yeah. I can go along with Teddy Grams all day. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get any of that at all. It just tasted like a straight, you know, fruity sour to me. But it was good. You know how they could have upped it, bro. That, that put Dunkaroos in that stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. How do you dunk your Dunkaroos? <laughs> you, you and I both had pillow talk, and I would probably say it's about the same as that. I, I don't, you know, I didn't get anything. It didn't strike me as anything different. I guess in my mind, if we're gonna if we're gonna do a pastry style category of beer, then maybe it should look more like a like a shake. I guess you know what I mean. Like absolutely, a, bro. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't get that vibe at all from it, but it was tasty beer. I liked it. Cool, man. Yeah, I know they got. Uh, the, let's talk a little bit about the cakewalk, man. I I haven't got a chance to have that, but darn, yeah. does that sound good? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a stout with pecan, coconut, and cacao. You yeah. know, I mean, woof. Looks like people are losing their minds over it, too. I've seen that. Yeah, I see that, bud. It was sold Ooh, out at, what, like 9 in the morning up there? I think there was an hour wait just to get in at 8 o'clock. Yeah, so. and now the Nutella one's coming out, the mm-hmm. uh, the old Tella yeah. barrel-aged style. That'll be interesting. Yeah, that's June. Um, I think that we had Grant on, of course, and he thought that that was going to be their lowest production. I see they're doing a two-bottle limit, and those are the 350 bottles, right? So... Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, that's gonna sell pretty fast, and and no bottle shares this time up there. So Pulp Rock's done with the bottle shares too. So yeah, you know, uh, that I I, I kind of wonder if the us consumers ourselves have kind of done that, you know, to ourselves. Um, A little bit, yeah. You know, and and that kind of sucks, dude. But at the same time, bro, you're up there to get a beer. You're up there to enjoy the place where you're at. You're enjoy there to enjoy their beers too, bud. You know. 
Yeah, I'm sure um, uh, part of it, I mean, especially I think what was becoming the, and obviously it's going to be much warmer weather in June, but I think people were hitting the bars, you know, the out-of-town visitors were, were hitting the bar until 2 a.m. and then just making their way over and continuing the party, you know, and <laughs> putting out their chair, right? Yeah, I'm going to assume the decor folks aren't too fond of that either. No, I can't see how that, especially leaving your trash behind, and uh, uh, and even Polvorock's probably not interested in opening the door at eight o'clock with uh, coffee and donuts, and a bunch of people have been drinking since eight the yeah. night before. <laughs> well, absolutely, and drinking craft beers too, bro. You know, especially yeah. if somebody gets uh, into a brewery bottle or something, bud. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Now, I saw a TG, and this is of course take it for a grain of salt because it was Clark on Twitter, but. Uh, they did tease, um, looks like SR-71, Morning Delight, and uh, KBBS at some point this year. Yeah, I saw that. And I also saw him say something about KBBS. He's just going to tweet at midnight the night yeah. before. And, um, you know, awesome, dude. Um, you know, man, I'll be quite honest with you, bro. I see, I feel like those guys try, have tried very hard to make their bottle releases as fair as possible. And, man... I mean, people just get on them no matter what happens, bro. Yeah, they can't win, I don't think. They think. can't win, dude. And you know what, man? In in all in all honesty, bud, if they just do the rest of the releases like this, I won't. I'll be fine with that, bud. Um, you know, I I kind of feel bad for them sometimes, um, just because they of all the people that you know are always like, oh, I never win. Well, there was a guy. There was email. a guy on Twitter when when Clark said something about a silent, you know, release. A guy was bitching because he lives far away and he's not going to be able to get it. Regard, you know, because he's he'd never be able to get there in time. Well, like, what are what is your expectation that you you know you're yeah, uh, they're going to hand deliver it to your home in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. exactly, dude. And hey, let's get real, you know, you know, go go find a brewery somewhere else then. You know what I mean? Yeah, ex- see, yeah, go put some go put some pressure on your local brewery to start making a beer as good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro? that's just ridiculous. I, 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 it's gonna be interesting to see how many people sit, uh, you know, forces. You got to assume it's gonna be a Saturday, right? So it's gonna be a Friday night at midnight, some point here. You sure think so? <laughs> anyways, yeah. And you know. Dude, just imagine being a decor citizen. They probably have so many people like texting them. I actually have oh, yeah, enough yeah. to have a good friend that lives up there, and uh, he works for Lynch Barbecue up there. But uh, nonetheless, man, you know, I used to have him be able to go get beers for me. Now he loves those beers, so it's right. I'm SOL, bud. You know? Oh yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, I, I text him to go up and get them. I'm not going to get them. He's buying them. You know? Yeah, it's going to be a mad race up there if they do do it that way. I mean, more power to them and the people that are around them. I mean, those are the people that likely supported them from day one, you know. But Yeah, dude, I'll tell you what, bud. Just be careful, folks, going from Des Moines to Decorah, because the Amish interstate, man, I tell you what, <laughs> you can get going fast on the Amish interstate, bud. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious, man. I, <laughs> dude, the... I'll tell you, if you get onto a two-lane highway in the state of Iowa, bud, that has no painting on it at all, in my opinion, that's a freebie, bud. <laughs> if well, you can keep it on pavement and drive as fast as you want, then fair enough. Well, there'll be people <laughs> doing that at one thirty in the morning, one of these Friday oh, nights. Oh, yeah, hey. 
but I will never advocate anybody ever drive. Uh, I, I guess more or less I'm talking about, the, oh, well, yeah, I see what you're saying. At yeah. 1.30 in the morning, they're driving. I got you. You get a four-hour yeah. drive. But, you know, one thing that does it, uh, if obviously everybody that buys this knows it's got a secondary market value, but it's going to eliminate some of those people flying in from wherever that are yep. looking at it as, a you know, an investment rather than coming for the beer. So, Rick, gold wax, uh I remember sitting in the tap room after getting my bottle, two bottles of gold or one bottle, whatever it was, of gold wax KBBS, um, which was batch two. And uh, I can't believe the amount of Luther kids literally just walking up there. But I mean, people were just paying them to walk up there and and buy the beer. Sure. Um, And most notably, uh, it was the amount of times that people were coming in and they'd be like, hey, I want this bottle. And the ladies that were helping were like, Hey, do you want a beer while you're waiting? And they'd be like, no, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, you we drink just tell, dude. Yeah. So, but I also have been told before too. Um, I know of uh time and I was told this story, but, uh, the barrel, one of the barrel age chain smoker releases they had up there, uh, there, they had opened up some gold wax assassin bottles and were passing those around. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, there were people passing on those, uh, you know. So standing in line for barrel edge chain smoker, passing on assassin pours, dude. You know what you're there for. You know? Yeah, we know. Yeah. You know those people are burned, turn around, and sell that beer. But yep, uh, when there'll be that too, like you said, that somebody's going to figure out a way to monetize it. You know, if yeah. uh, they're going to well, they're going to have what, a, a troop ready to go over there the minute it's announced on Twitter and well, right, bro. But you're not going to have as big of a troop, you know what I'm saying, dude? Your dad, your grandma, th- those folks aren't going to want to Oh, you just gave me you. an idea. I mean, there's got to be a fraternity or something hooked up with that college, right? And fraternities need money, so, I mean. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, how many dudes are in one of those, right? Like 30? Man, like, for real, yep, yep. I mean, here's a thousand bucks, you know, a thousand dollars to send all 30 over there. I'm going to turn it around and. and yep. So I hopefully didn't just give everybody the idea of the century, but um. I know, dude. Seriously, man, I I understand our pod is supposed to we're out there for information, bro. But yeah, well, you can't give everything out. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Well, I've already got uh, <laughs> half the fraternities nailed down. So um, good yeah. luck with the others. <laughs> right on, um, bud. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, uh, whenever those are. More, more uh, morning delights usually an August thing, and um, right. I think yep. obviously with the 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 name of the beer and kind of the the mystique that goes with SR seventy one, you know the black. I feel like that's one that's certainly going to be a like a secret thing where he's just going to put it out one day. And you know, you mentioned the size of the tap room and how big of a facility it is. I think they do need a reason for people just to go there, right? Other than you know, yeah, the lottery and that's. They, they kind of need, and that's going to bring people locally that may haven't visited yet that may come to the place and then make it more of a destination too for them in the future. So, yeah, 100%. Absolutely, bro. That, there's no doubt, dude, that Clark knows what beer sell in, uh, in, under his name. You know what I'm saying, man? He knows. He's mm-hmm. not stupid. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of looking forward to everything that, you know, this kind of this beer year, and not just even TG, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 
pulpit's got some good beers coming out you know you yep. got arms race wasn't it or no easy eddie wasn't it oh a big grove yeah their cans yeah. are coming to their cans area for them but... coming out um, um you know we're kind of lucky here in this state man really if you think about it bud i mean granted i'm a little biased dude i love iowa dude i really yeah. do um but man i don't know like I, I don't know i may be a little biased but i don't really feel like the twin cities really has as uh, they do have a decent beer scene, but uh, I feel like we kind of rival them around here. You know, we've got good breweries around here, too. So. Yeah, I do. I remember I, I did go to, like, the Minnesota Beer Fest a couple years ago and got drunk, and I remember tweeting, like, at Alluvial and 515, like, yeah, your beers are just as good, if not better. And, and yeah. I, I believe it. I mean, obviously, they have new breweries, too, um, Barrel Theory and uh, Modest. and Forger. Yeah, dangerous man, and um, but you know we do too. We have Barntown and uh, uh, Pulpit. Hey, Rock speaking and... of which, bud, um, imaginary time, man. How you know you excited for that? Or yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, that's Saturday. They did finally uh, announce a release time for those bottles, 22 ounce bombers again, just like Sticky Juice. So um, sounds like they, uh, I think on their instagram or, or facebook sounds like they're going to have uh, maybe a little more of that than they had of the sticky juice but that beer sold out in an hour and a half so um a little bit more but you know obviously they had two bottles with the uh barrel cicada killer last time so just one one beer release this time so uh, i'm looking forward to going up and having it on tap and and hopefully getting the minimum i think six bottles this time uh, instead of four yep. so um, yeah, I did get yep. a peek at it. Um, it's it's a pretty beer. I mean, it's uh, it's everything you think of in a New England style beer. You know, it's opaque. It's um, nicely carbonated. It's a good looking beer. So I'm excited to try it Saturday. Yeah, it looked really pretty in that glass or the picture that they took uh, sitting in that glass, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, good for them. Another. Another beer, uh, new beer, and, and this is interesting. You know, I, uh, they've done the releases before with the IPAs. Um, Sticky Juice had been on tap before, and uh, uh, du- Double Hop Skewer was just, you know, Hop Skewer had been around, and they just doubled the sure. malt bill. But this is one that no one's ever had before, so we'll see what kind of trust they've built up with uh, their customers, you know, because they're asking them to come purchase a, a bottle double IPA that they haven't had yet. But it will be on tap, I think, at 11, so. Yeah, I, you know, dude, I definitely would say, though, that picture they posted today or yes, whatever it was, um, definitely did not hurt their cause, dude. I mean, it really looks good in the glass, and... Uh, I don't know, man. A lot of us judge with our eyes, bro. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people are going to look at that and be like, yep, that's going to be fire. Well, as far as, you know, you talked about Iowa. As far as uh, New England style IPAs go, that's what it's supposed to look like, you know? Yeah. Uh, You know, there was was a time, bro, when Ohio kind of started to emerge as kind of a hop place with like hoof arted and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Hop Juju. Is that. Yeah, man. I feel like they've kind of i really don't maybe i'm kind of out of the scene i don't know i really don't fe- hear much about them much they were anymore. supposed to was that fatheads right yeah uh, yes yep. yeah they they were supposed to come to chicago i thought i read a year ago and and i haven't seen them there i haven't heard any much of that so um i'm not yeah you're right I, they kind of blew up a little bit and then disappeared so 
Um, now everybody's in that area is crazy about what's it uh, the uh, what's the brewery Old Nation in Michigan. I don't think they're in Chicago, but everybody in the Midwest is excited about what M forty three. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Trippich, Trippich down in Southern Illinois um, is a big one. You know, it's interesting. You said you're talking about Chicago. Uh, Barntown's going to be pouring at the microphone. Smells like a beer fest in a couple weeks. Dude, what a beer fest! Holy crap! Dude. Yeah, Pulpit Rock too. Um, so good for them. I like everybody else. Tried to get on a, and got a t- that tried to get a ticket that sold out in three I seconds. Know. Literally three seconds and. Yeah, that sucks, bud. Yeah, I mean, there'll be other beer fests, but... Uh, um, There's folks trading tickets for beer online, I Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, they did a raffle here this last week and gave out 40 more, but it sounds like... I listened to a microphone on a podcast here recently out of Chicago, and it sounds like um, they have the room to accommodate more people, but they don't have the parking, because, you know, we've been there. It's in a yep. industrial park, and... Yep. Um, it's really Elk Grove is. It sounds like is really. They didn't want a brewery or bar in the first place, and I, oh wow, it took a long, a lot of convincing for the mayor. I think the mayor is uh, uh, kind of against alcohol, if you will. So it took a, a lot of others and things to convince them to let them open that. So um, they're letting them do the festival, but only if it's for charity, and all the proceeds are going to charity, and all the breweries, from what I understand, are donating their beer too. So. Oh, um, cool, man. That's I, awesome, dude. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the, the, they are releasing the beer, though, the barrel-aged bean spirit, and I think there's a portion of the money that's going to pay for that, but everything else. Sure, can, yeah. Um, so, but dude, it sounds what like... what a great beer that probably is going to be. I mean, Imperial smells like bean spirit is... I mean, that beer yeah. is so good, dude. It's awesome, yeah. Any idea on what barrels they use by chance? No, I, I don't. I don't know. Um I don't know the time or the type. I know it's been posted before probably on their Facebook, but I don't offhand. Yeah, re- that's I, cool. I really want it. I mean, I've had every bean spirit there is. I mean, you know, you know you've been there with me. You know, uh, Microphone's probably my favorite brewery in the Midwest, and I've been drinking Mike's beers since he was, you know, driving around in a van, dropping them off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've had – my brother-in-law still has the original – uh, bean spirit before it was imperial and when it was waxed and, and white wax but um yeah, i do I mean, i'm probably gonna have to i don't go out and trade and buy and all that stuff so i'm probably gonna have to do because i really want to try it or at least want to put one on my shelf so yep um, absolutely man but anyway totally good for pulpit rock and barntown they're they're alongside with like finback and narrow gauge and uh great notion out of portland yeah um, man Jay Wakefield going to be Wakefield, there. Wakefield, Civil Life out of Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, un, just an unreal list, dude. And kind of a who's who. It is, and now that you know that uh, they only have 500 and some tickets sold, which uh, makes sense that you could get a ticket online because they probably only had 250 people that were in, you know. Um, yeah. Man, they're going to have a great day because that's going to be an intimate experience for that small yeah, of a crowd, uh, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of dig that. I'm not going to lie, man. There comes a point in time where, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure by law they're, they can only pour a certain size. But, mm-hmm. um, sure. you know, dude, there's something to be said about not having to rub shoulders and elbows with folks, man, all, all day long. Or, or, you know, one of the things that bothers me is you're standing in line for a beer with an empty glass for 
10 minutes, dude. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Man? Yeah, like, and yeah. And those brewers only bring a six tail and they're out of beer in 20 minutes. And you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know, man. I, I find that kind of cool, Rick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I uh, think I'm going to, um, I'm, I need to be in Chicago that weekend. So, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pull a super troopers, I think, and show up with a couple kegs and, <laughs> and, you know, did anybody order a keg? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so right we'll we'll see. I'm gonna try and jump the fence or something. I might. Uh, I was there uh, in Lollapalooza for Rage Against the Machine when everybody was jumping the fence and it fell down. So maybe I'll I'll see if I can do that. But yeah, that'd be sweet, man. I'd love to see Rage. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they're good, man. But back to beer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Um. Yeah. So. Barntown's got uh, uh, imaginary time uh, with it two weeks away. I'm assuming they probably and that's have Saturday. Out, what so. time was that release, Bob? Nine o'clock. Uh, yeah, that's right. Bar yeah. opens at eleven, so they do the let you line up before, and then you can get in at eleven and drink it on tap, and and maybe still buy bottles if they uh, last that long. So um, we'll have to wait and see. I know there's a couple other. Uh, uh releases uh going around i think not here but i mentioned the lake time thing i think that's the same day and uh fat hill uh in mason city's got a, a belgian strong ale that they're releasing in crawlers but uh, uh all about that haze man i yeah man i'm with you dude you know we kind of talked beforehand that uh, uh i did see on on twitter it looks like peace tree responded to somebody i don't know you know if it it was a serious response or not, but it sounds like they do have a New England style IPA in the works. And we just saw um, confluences make the rounds and cans and taps. And um, it's clearly the 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 style of beer everybody's kind of chasing after. Um, you know, what do you think? Do you, obviously, outside of Barntown, uh, maybe uh, do we. They, I think Pulpit Rock categorizes Saptig as a New England style. I don't think they did originally. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Um, it's clearly something, are, are you going out and pursuing those two or, or are you just kind of waiting and seeing? Yeah, you know? dude. Um, yeah, I'm really into that. Yeah, I really am right now, bud. Um, kind of that, kind of that thicker mouth feel. Um, obviously gotta love the hops, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Rick, I'm, 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 I'm totally invested, man. Um, you know, uh, and and I'm kind of not even sitting back right now, wondering when the day is that I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm on to something else, man. I'm not even there yet, bro. Um, oh, like, I'm, no, I'm not even close to that. Yeah, <laughs> at this point. Um, yeah. But you know, we all know beer, our beer tastes come and go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it change. Yep, sure. Yeah, absolutely, bro. So. Um, but at this point, I'm not even like, oh, is this ever going to – I'm solid on this. Um, but you know what? At the same time, man, I feel like some pe- folks are kind of swinging and missing at this too, though, bro. They are. They absolutely um, yeah. I, You know, obviously, you know, obviously I don't brew on a, on a large scale like that, so I, I can't speak to – but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I just don't want somebody brewing a New England I, IPA and, and then just throwing it out there. Um, you know, well, think, let's I make think, good beer. I think part of that, Eric, I think that people are, you know, brewers that have been brewing styles of beer are finding out it's not that it's not as easy as they, you know, maybe thought it was. Um, sure. Uh, I, know, I buy that, dude. Because uh, it's a little bit, I mean, obviously it's the same ingredients, yeast, water, uh, hops, malts, but 
um, to really get that beer to stand out, um, there's a little bit of technique in it too, uh, you know, and it's a, a combination of both. Um, and I think around here, what we're seeing with maybe some of the uh, more established brewers kind of throwing their, their hat in the ring, if you will, uh, maybe they're, they're I don't want to say they're cutting costs, but maybe they're going kind of on the low end uh, on the yeast side, you know, and mm. the, the yeast is really what makes the New England style beer. Um, at least it gives it its body, you know, it gives sure. it that, that opaque thickness, you know, and, and there's a few ways you can get to it. Uh, you can do like a, a Y yeast London 1318, but, um, you know, that that's a tough yeast to work with. Um, it can be volatile, you know, and it mm. can, it can clear up a little bit too, you know? So, I mean, you may have a, uh, transfer to the bright tank. That's a super yeasty in appearance beer that you think, yeah, I've really nailed this New England beer. And then a week later you have something that looks like your old kind of standard double IPA. So, um, there's a lot of technique involved. And I think we've seen just like, for example, from Barntown, just their evolution. If you remember just a year ago on 420, they released Chowder or Chowder. Yeah. And that beer, I remember I had it before it was tapped, and, and that beer was, you know, as cloudy as can be. Mm-hmm. It, it, it cleared up. Uh, you yes, know, it did. It, and it, it basically became a really good double IPA. It, um, it progressively cleared up, though, didn't it? If yeah. I'm not mistaken, Bud, like it you could look throughout untapped and visibly see people taking pictures yeah. throughout. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all kind of part of the learning curve and, and, you know, they've been pounding away at it, you know, perfecting their skills for a year now. And now you see some of these other brewers, um, just pumping out their first try at it. And, um, you know, I, I'm with you. I don't know if all of them are, I mean, you know, Masscraft is doing it too. You know, you have Sam Adams on the shelf now. Uh, we didn't yeah. do it down here, but I think New Holland got one. Um, of course, this year in Nevada. And uh, when you really put those up against something local, it's not even remotely close. But then at the same nope. time, it's it's not something you kick out of bed either. I mean, I've, I've had a few of them. Like, yeah, this is it's not great, but it's not terrible. You know, I I suppose I could drink if I went to uh, you know, the dog track and they had six beers and this was one of them. It would be the one I bought. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> For sure, bro. So, um, I, I, you, you know, you talked about the evolution of it. I mean, I think this is just the, and now that it's an official style, um, people are throwing their money at it, you know, same with the pastry stouts. I mean, people, you look around like the hottest breweries around Iowa, Minnesota. I wrote that uh, a few pieces just kind of for fun, you know, a road trip uh, thing, just kind of naming some breweries around it. Yeah, were... I thought that was pretty cool, by the way, bro. But look, at, I was thinking as I got to like on the fifth one, and I was like, what do all these, I, you know, I know all these breweries by name. You know, I'm not going and looking at Beer Afghan. Most of them I've been to. And what do they all have in common? You know, rather it be Forager. Uh, boiler in Nebraska, um, you know, uh, narrow gauge, uh, microphone. They're all doing hazy, super hazy beers really well, um, and they're they're doing sours, Berliners, the Florida Weiss, you know, Jay Wakefield made popular, and they're doing the the pastry stouts, right? Yeah, right. It's what we want, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, what else you got? I mean, 
I, I think that's everything we we covered before and and kind of kept it. One uh, thing we got to do, bro. Shout out to Franklin Street on the big win. Uh, that's right. That's right. I'm. Yeah. It only took till uh, uh, mid-April to recognize our March uh, our March Madness <laughs> champion. But they, uh, if you're in the Des Moines area, they did just tap. Uh, oh, it might be gone now, but it was a week ago. I did have some down at the tap room. Uh, congratulations to uh, Franklin Street for the first ever IPA Pale Ale Championship for the. Dude, IPA. that's big in my opinion, bud. Yeah, it's I mean they're the first one listed in the record books, dude. They are. Uh, they they deserve That's it an too. Honor. I mean, they're, they're, it was a number two seeded beer for a reason. I mean, I thought it was good enough to stand up to the competition, and they got uh, they got a pretty good following there on their Facebook and, and Twitter. And surprisingly, I didn't think they would beat uh, TG Beer. I really didn't. Uh, but TG, you know, they they don't need to share it i suppose on on the internet and it just they it stood up as as it is and uh, uh franklin street's fans pushed them ahead heck yeah man and good good on those folks man yeah have we need to make loyal, a, have a loyal crew behind you we need to make a trip over there um someday i want to go and and i know i've had a they do deliver their absolutely bud yep would love to do that man i i don't think i've had a beer there of theirs that i i didn't I didn't, you know, like, um, I think I've had about maybe only five now, uh, counting the coconut, uh, Manicor, which was a pretty good beer. So definitely in the works, I think it's like three hours from here. So I don't know when that's going to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey man, if the, if the Franklin street bros and sisters are listening, man, send us some beer. Yeah, there you go. And then for sure, we'll likely catch them at the, um, Iowa beer fest, I assume. And you, you betcha, know. man. And that's, that's going to be here before you know it, but, uh, um that's uh all i have i mean again i appreciate everyone listening i do ask that maybe if you do enjoy the show rate the show or, or share it uh with friends and however we do again apologize for kind of taking the hiatus but technology is uh, uh is technology i guess i'm gonna put that on a t-shirt yeah our producer doesn't get paid enough man <laughs> well and you know it's limited resources here too so um, yep, yep. Whatever's funny, man. So huge thanks to everyone, though. Seriously, uh, positive vibes coming in from everyone, man. I totally dig it too. So right. Um, I know I might have disappoint on my buds per minute count tonight, but uh, you know you'll have that. Hey, well, you know if you're drinking to that, then uh, good luck working tomorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, thanks for coming on again and making time, of course, as always. And I do still see the recording a call button on, so I assume that means we got it. Um, Yay! <laughs> I'm gonna get to it. And uh, for those of you out there, thanks for listening. Have a good night. Yep. Bye.